and today is Thursday, November 23rd. AKA, it's Thanksgiving! Yes! Whoa, now that whoa. I have continued in my development as a uh, learned, woke person, I just simply will not mm-hmm. subscribe to the classic Thanksgiving format of things. But it is Thanksgiving. It's also National Espresso Day. So maybe you'll have some espresso to help you get through the day with your family. Okay? It's also Group Chat Thursday. So we'll be playing a bunch of our best chats of of the chattery, okay? Now, speaking of family, what are you most thankful for? Um, You know what I'm thankful for? I am thankful for people utilizing social media to share information and be positive in a way that I have not experienced until the last seven weeks. Like, it has really been a beautiful shift in this invention that has so long been, like, so wildly toxic that, um, you know, I just really, it really, like, is great to see. And it's inspiring to see folks feeling inspired in a space that ultimately is supposed to be about interchanging and community. What are y'all thankful for? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like recently I've, ironically, I've had a lot of conversations with close friends who've experienced, like, loss. So I'm thankful for, like, my family and having them around um, in those moments. I hear that. I hear that. Rita Brandt. I am thankful for self-awareness um, mm. because I think you can just work so much that you don't take time to be aware of what you need. So I'm thankful that I am aware, aware enough to know that I need to uh, decompress and, and to avoid burnout. Very real. Very real. Your edges will thank you for it. All right. <laughs> now, coming up today, uh, we're going to rewind some of our favorite group chats with you. Joe jo Claire will join us to talk about hip hop. We're going to talk about hair to perm or not to perm. And who is on your R&B Mount Rushmore? All right. We got all that going on. So keep it locked right here. To the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Check this out. On man. Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we have uh, Rhapsody Royalty with us in the building. Yes. Thank you. I just thank love you, that, thank I could, you. that I could just like be like, oh, we're Rhapsody Documentary. We want to talk about it. I will just hit your clear. Boom. And, 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 and you did. And I'm, I'm psyched that, that Amanda Seals hit me for it. I'm like, ah. So, psyched. <laughs> we have DC in the building. Yes, I'm psyched. We have DC in the building. <laughs> So we uh, we are all excited about the Rap City documentary uh, because there, it was a time, you know, it was a time, it was a time. and we we I feel like we moved on from that yeah, time, and not to necessarily better times though. Uh, so we'd love for you to just kind of give us some insight into the documentary first and foremost. So um, you know, it came about about a year ago. They started asking about if this was something that they thought was a good idea, I got a couple of phone calls and then I saw it sort of take shape. And I thought it was super dope that they wanted to chronicle the entire show. Um, Most people who are in hip hop culture nowadays know either Les and me or Tigger and forget Mm -hmm. about Chris, Prince Dejour and Prime or forget about Q45, Mad Lynx and Jay Nix. And so this, yeah, yeah, see? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> so this documentary shows everybody and it shows how Rap City came about, why we needed a show like Rap City. Um, it talks about how each of us got there, how each of us became the host of Rap City. I can't wait for y'all to hear my story. That comes on tonight, Ooh. actually. 
And um, and it's really dope because you get insight into things. I didn't know that there was a beef between 106 and Park and Rap City. But <laughs> I didn't either. I, had, I was gone at that time. I just that was the I hadn't gotten fired. <laughs> oh, let yeah, I had go. Gotten fired. Yeah, let go was the we're moving in a new direction was the word that they used. And mm. because I had because I had been at BET my entire career, I know we're moving in a new direction. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, tell me the direction and, and what I need to do to get right. in that direction. And they was like, yeah, nah, I can we switch going up. that way. You going that way. Did it feel like when they went in a new direction, did you feel like that it made sense? Like in hindsight, does it feel, because I know a lot of us look at hip hop now, we're like, we don't even know what the direction is well, right now. Okay, for the culture, it didn't. For the game, though, it did. The rap game mm. and then rap culture, the hip hop culture is one thing, and then the rap game is something else. And for the for the for the game, yeah, Stephen Hill was coming from MTV, and so right. he, he had to he had a whole um, strategy thing that he strategy that, and he's just, let's let's keep it real. Anybody in a new position's gotta get those points on the board. Stop putting yeah. points up on the board. And so you got to change your team up and all those other things. Was I upset at the time? Of course. you Because you didn't see this one coming. But this is the game that we chose. And so you roll with the punches. Uh, uh, six months after being let go from Rap City, I started hosting Mad Sports. So I was like, all right, then, let's keep it pushing. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to keep it pushing when we get back. Uh, My folks right here on the team at the Amanda Seals Show got some more questions about Rap City and your experience, the documentary and all that. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. We got Joe Claire in the building talking about the Rap City documentary, which you can see on BET. Is it BET Plus or BET Regular? Okay, on BET. So, you know, learn your history. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I'm here with DC's own and Rap City (laughs) legend, uh, Joe Claire. And we are talking about the new Rap City documentary. Jeremiah, I knew you had something that you wanted to talk to him about. So this is your time. Yeah, so Joe, like, you know, shows like Rap City, Warren Park, they were pivotal in, like, bringing rap music to, like, the forefront. But ironically, they, like, phased out once rap became the biggest genre in music. So what do you think, like, this generation of artists and, like, fans have, like, lost? That you, you guys, the people who are consuming our culture and our music nowadays are missing a gigantic piece of authenticity in that there was some gatekeepers for the culture with us. Mm. Like we, we, we didn't, we ain't let cornballs go on. We right. just did. I, I won't. I won't. I'm trying not to cuss on here, uh, but we, <laughs> we ain't let that cornball go on at all. And right. we were more about the music, the, the and doing it. I never interviewed anybody about who they beefing with. For me, that mm. was like that takes away from. That took away so much from what these artists were trying to accomplish in the long run that I mm. didn't want to talk about that. I didn't, mm. that, I'm, that's, not, that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for drama. I'm not here for, I'm here for your music because you made something that is going to live forever. Right. You know, one of the things we don't think about uh, for our music is that this music is going to be here once we gone. Just like we listen to bum 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 bum, bum <laughs> you know, 
from hundreds of years ago, somebody gonna win <laughs> when Lean Back come on two hundred years from now. It's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What 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 was what was making them do that? Because people that what that what this what we were able to do made people move. We also luckily live in a time where technology can chronicle what that was all about. But now it's getting mm-hmm. clouded by who you beefing with, how many children you got or don't have, mm. who you sleeping with, what's your mm-hmm. body count, and all this other <laughs> stuff. And and for me, that's that's just not what I would do. I'm not going to sit here and say that you know that's that's trash or anything else. It's just not where my head is. And I wish that your generation didn't have as much of that in the the music reporting. Uh, Rita. Joe, Rita here. I hey Rita. Uh, I kind of came became familiar with you as a comedian, so I'm yeah. just curious. You know, music and comedy often intertwine. How did your experience in the rap city sector inform how you approached uh, your comedian career, especially like your style? So, so that's how I got the job because my style was yeah, listen. But everybody listening to the Amanda Seal show, when I come to your town, come see my show. Yeah, I ain't like it. Ain't like this. I'm not like Rap City on stage. <laughs> it's a whole nother thing. But when they so they they saw that I could be a comedian and I had I had some chops there. But when I knew everything about hip hop, that was the the other mm. thing. So so what most people don't know is I am a MC. I am a rapper. I still rap. I still make records. I have a song. Yes, I have a song out right now called Gone. G-O-N-E. Gone. And it's about how they always want the black man gone. Everybody be wanting the black man gone, but they wrong. (laughs) Anyway. So, so, (laughs) so, and I talk about the black woman in that as well. And I produce. So, I, I know it sounds crazy, but comedy was the job that I got so that I could be around the music that I love. Mm. You see what I'm getting? And then comedy started taking me places that I never imagined. I mean, like, we just had the DMV first ever uh, homecoming comedy festival. Donnell Rollins, myself, Tony Woods, Red Grant, and Tommy Davidson on one show. And Pierre all on one show with Yvonne Orgy as the host. All right. Well, that sounds like it was a lot of energy. Uh, for the DMV folks. Uh, when we got back, we just got a couple more questions. Remember, y'all, if you want to check out Joe Claire and the rest of the Rap City history, which is rich, okay? And y'all rich. need to check it out. Y'all need to check out the Rap City documentary on BET. It is available now. We'll be right back with more with Joe Claire. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Y'all know that I am a hip-hop head to the fullest. We have been celebrating 50 years of hip-hop all year long here at the show. And uh, we continue that today while we are shouting out the Rap City documentary that Jess dropped on BET. And we have got one of Rap City's originators, Joe Claire, here with us. Talking about, you know, just the doc about the t- about the time. It was a time. It was a it time. It was a time. And uh, we got the team here with some questions. I know TJ. So TJ is our EP, and she is also our resident elder. Uh, and so okay. I was like, you know, we, we got to have a, a vast array of representation in our interview with Joe. Hey, Joe, big fan. Okay, so back in the day, everybody loved music videos. And the music networks on TV, they actually play videos. They don't do that anymore. But do you think that the video, music videos today are still as important or relevant as they were to the culture and the success of a song back in the day? 
uh, I think the, the, the videos are uh, even more important today because it's, it's so much music out. I have to be mm. able to recognize you. Um, I don't mm. know if it's because I'm just an older person now, but everybody look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say this. And then the, and the women, I, I don't, I, you know, you have to have something distinct. I'm glad Glorilla looks like Glorilla because I can tell right. Glorilla as soon as I see her. You know what I mean? I can pick her out. So I think that the video is extremely important. And for the way that we consume music nowadays, you got to have some kind of visual to go along with it. But I don't think that they go as deep as we used to. If they turn in the videos that they are doing now, back then, you would have to reshoot that video. My question for you is, what rapper that you met early on that you got to interview or had some type of interaction with kind of surprised you at how successful they became? Because you kind of looking like, mm, I don't know about that one, but <laughs> surprised. To, 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 to be quite honest, man, I got to be quite honest with you. Nobody, because my success shocks me every day. Mm. Like, mm. like, all right, so as soon as I finish this interview, I'm walking, I'm sitting in a conference room, but the newsroom is right, is 10 feet from me. I go and do the news every day here in Washington, D.C. Right. I never thought in a trillion billion years I would be on the news in a news wow. town. My whole right. town is new. So I'm on the news. If you go back to Morgan State and ask any of my professors if I could be on the news, they going, <laughs> hell no, he can't be on the news. Well, thank you for chopping it up with us right here uh, about the BET documentary. Y'all remember, you can go check out the BET documentary on Rap City. Get your history. We talk about yes. gatekeeping here on the show today. Well, the reality is, is we need to not only gatekeep and protect, but we also need to know our culture, right? So it's therefore yes. you shout out to Joe Claire, who is a part thank of this you. culture and continues to be. And you all can go get that and know that you heard about it here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. All right, y'all, this is the Amanda Seal Show, and it's time to get into a most likely to with Jeremiah like the Bible. All right, y'all. So today's Seal Show superlative is most likely to double it. And it goes to none other than the internet's favorite niece, Blue Ivy Carter. So Blue Ivy's grandma, Miss Tina, was on Sherry Shepherd's show earlier this week. And she had this to say about Blue appearing on the Renaissance World Tour. Let's take a listen. I think she just loves to dance and she was watching the, the, the girls rehearse and right. she asked, she said, I think I'm ready to go on stage. And her mom, yeah, she did. Really? And her mom said, no, no, I don't think so, Blue. And, and then she thought about it and she said, you know, if you work hard and you really come with it, then we'll let you go one time. So it was supposed to be a one-time thing. Oh, and it turned yeah. out to be the whole tour. Because, I mean, the, the, it, it was it was magical. And she just, you know, her confidence just grew and grew. And I mean, it was a beautiful thing for her. Literally blue. Listen, she said it was supposed to be a one-time, one-night-only feature. Blue said no. <laughs> no. This is what y'all thought. <laughs> I'm a mainstay. I am the, the crux of this show at this point. Right. Like, just... people are coming to see... I mean, they're coming to see Beyonce, but they're like, but where's yeah. Blue at? No, because the, show, the shows that did not have Blue Ivy, people were like, where's Blue Ivy? I want to see the mother-daughter moment. <laughs> so the fact that it is, I was like, just, okay, Blue, you can come out here one time. It's good. I'm Let you do your little moment. And turn to this whole cultural thing where people kind yes. of be, like, riding around 
this um young black girl on the internet and like in person like i love that for her <laughs> and then i remember and sherry made the joke after the um clip with her she was like if i was blue ivy that would be my book report for the year my, my what i did this summer project my science project i was going to renaissance tour dancing um so shout out to blue ivy carter for you know doubling it they gave you a little inch you took a mile girl we love to see that. We love to see it. I was only supposed to be on two episodes of My Brother and Me on Nickelodeon. And they say, you know what? We're keeping really? you for the season. That's how you keep me for the Trippily. season. And in true Annette Seals fashion, she was like, well, we have a trip to Maui planned. So she's going to have to miss two episodes. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, thank you and everything. But we have prior engagements. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Show. I am Amanda Seals, and today it is Thanksgiving Day in America that I call Thanksgiving. We must always remember to center Indigenous people on this day because that is how this day actually came to be. I hope you're enjoying this holiday and uh, don't eat too much or at least have some tums on hand, on, on hand. You know what I'm saying? Like have some tums on hand. Uh, happy birthday today if it is your birthday. Also, happy birthday to Leangelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets and Katherine Heigl who I don't think we've really seen much of since, um, you know, 40-year-old, right. not 40, uh, what was, no, what was uh, Knocked Up. But I oh, feel yeah, like my, she that. lives in my heart, though. She lives in my heart as Isabel of ER. Yes. I mean, Isabel of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> season one. Izzy and Demi. Right. Yeah, that's what she lives right. in my heart as. She cut that L that wire and we were like, oh my God, Izzy, no! I got to rewatch that. Oh my God. It was a time, honey. That was a time. That was a whole other time. I tried to watch Grey's the other day, and I was just like, "Ah, it's not the same. Oh, yeah. The stakes stakes are starting to high. The stakes are starting to high. But uh, we got a group chat Thursday today going on, so we're going to talk about a lot of things. Did you know that the FDA has raised the stakes on relaxes? They say it's causing too much uh, cancer, so they're cutting it. Yeah, they could be cutting your, your, your creamy cracks. So look out for that. Also, uh, we have definitely a lot to talk about because it's a group chat Thursday. And I know y'all be having a lot of things to talk about. So maybe we'll inspire you with some topics for the dinner table. All right. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals show. And I hope that while you're at that dinner table, that you bring up some uncomfortable topics that could possibly be educational. Everybody in one place gives you the opportunity to do that in a way that you typically don't. And mm-hmm. if they have the itis, they don't even have the strength to fight back. So we'll be right back. <laughs> it's the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Check this out, On man. Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about. Hey, y'all. Happy Thursday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And we are in the thick of things here on Group Chat Thursday. Now, our group chat topic of the week was about perms. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. The FDA, the Federal Drug Administration, is proposing a ban on hair strengthening products due to their link to health issues. Now, the proposed rule would would specifically ban straightening products 
that contain formaldehyde and formaldehyde-releasing chemicals, which scientists have associated with issues like ovarian and breast cancers. Now, lawmakers, Representative Ayanna Pressley and Chantel Brown, called the proposal a win for public health um, Mm -hmm. as it significantly impacts the health of black women. I wanted to bring on, uh, you know, uh, Rita and and TJ to talk about this because now y'all are permalations. Y'all were a part of the perm... (laughs) the permalation movement, right? Do you yeah. feel like just perms were a part of your culture? Was it just a part of your practice? And what changed it, if anything, that had you stop getting perms? I got tired of getting burnt and having sores. Cause you know, you had to leave a perm in long enough for it to work. And so after so long, you have it in too long cause you're trying to get your hair straight. Then I would literally get sores. I had a lot of dandruff. My hair was the least healthy when it was permed. And then, you know, when I was married to a man, he wanted my hair to be permed instead of natural. <laughs> so there's another hold cultural up, hold up. thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? That happened. Yeah. I used to, yeah. When I was married to a man, that was his, like, I went natural. Sharita, like, <laughs> we just learned this in real time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, that was not my ministry. So here we are. <laughs> I'm so happy you get to be with a woman and not have to get perms. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. But my Man, hair was an epitome of not my ministry. But it's, it just wasn't healthy, you know. And and now I do have fibroids, and I'm wondering is that connected mm. to all those years that I had a relaxer? Mm. Was it you that said that someone had actually told you that though? Oh yeah, a white doctor when I went to go get diagnosed with my fibroids she was like oh you know that's a that's a black woman thing and she didn't give much context to it but yeah the the relaxers is directly connected to fibroids and uterine cancer crispus addicts what about you tj how how connected or disconnected are you from the creamy crack at this stage in your life oh uh, i was addicted for a long time started off with a jerry curl i will admit that i was oh, in the jerry curl wow. i didn't know i didn't <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, it was what juice is it wet too so it was good but just I, I, so <laughs> I was letting it glow too but then then i graduated from there to the relaxers long story short i've had a hair catastrophe and that is when i went natural i went to get a color treatment done and I told her I wanted a rinse that's what I was paying for she put permanent color in my hair and my hair came out like Tina Turner in the shampoo bowl at the (laughs) salon and I mean like touch my hair hair in the hand and it was traumatic and from there I should have sued the woman and I didn't because mentally I just didn't have the capacity to do it I just needed my hair Uh, from there I had to do a big chop I wasn't ready for that mentally. I never wanted to go natural, but I was forced into going natural because once I did the big chop, I needed to, I found a stylist to help my, help me grow my hair. And then that's when I got introduced to wigs. And so, um, I kind of got it. Y'all need to know that she she ran her hair ran her hand down her her tresses <laughs> when she said right. that. So you know what? And I'll say I'll say this really quickly. In the process of going through that, I realized that I really my definition of beauty was not in my natural hair. So mm. I did have a stylist that was so great that he told me, look in the mirror every day at your natural hair. Just stand there and look through the tears and all of it because. I never thought mm. it was a beautiful thing. But then you I had see, to tell myself, man oh man, it was mm-hmm. it was really, really bad. And going through this during George Floyd and Black Lives Matter is when I was going through it. And oh, that was the perfect oh, time. Oh, wow. 
That was oh. the perfect time for me because I was like, power to the people. Look at my afro. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't get my hair done. It was it was that. It was that. I was BLM, like Black Lives Matter. Look at my afro. And but I'm I'm laughing about it now, but it was a growing thing. And I remember praying, even asking God to allow me to see myself like he saw me, because he said I was beautifully and wonderfully made. So I am there now. I still wear wigs, well, but I do love my natural hair as well. <laughs> One day we're going to see TJ come up on here with the twist out. We're going to be like, hey, we're in a new place. we in a new place. So when we get back, we got some calls, right? Y'all got some thoughts about this. So we're going to get into it here at the Amanda Seal Show on Group Chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Today is Group Chat Thursday, and our group chat topic of the week is to perm or not to perm. Our phone lines mm-hmm. are open, one 855 amanda That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's head up the phone lines. Who's on the call? Hey, y'all. I'm calling in talking about the creamy crack. Um, I grew up getting relaxers. Uh, my mom started relaxing my hair when I was a little kid before I even really had a say in the matter. Mm. And I kept on getting them until I was maybe like 25 or so, 24, 25. Shout out to COVID. The one good thing about COVID is it allowed me to transition like in a hot mess in the comfort of my own home for the most part. <laughs> right. Um, didn't really have to go outside for two years. Um, but I don't know. I think we should just leave people alone and let them do what they want. I'm really glad that I transitioned, but I'm not going to lie. My hair is a lot more high maintenance now. Um, and I know some folks, you know, their hair, even after the Crown Act, is deemed unprofessional. And mm-hmm. I know I certainly get looked at different when my hair is natural versus if I press it. Um, I know that women get, you know, harassed, made fun of for wearing wigs, but then you know, you get made fun of or you get told you're not, you know, you're just doing too much if you relax your hair. I don't know. I just think we need to let black women be. Our hair is already so political. If you want to relax your edges, make your life a little bit easy, go crazy, do you. Um, But just leave people alone and and let black women live. Let, leave people alone and let black (laughs) women live. Can we get it on some shirts? Can we get it on some shirts? Some merch. Uh, (laughs) Let's get another call. Now, Um, if they gonna ban perms, y'all need to have this crown act in full effect. Stop messing with mm -hmm. these kids. Come on, set their dreadlocks. It don't make sense. If y'all gonna stop the perms, let people wear their hair how they want to wear it, and leave these people alone. Let us be. Like, it shouldn't be this much. I agree. Had that law in place. Everywhere. <laughs> had that All law over in the place. country. Yeah. Like, why? Why we even got to have a crown neck? That's frustrating. It's honestly, like, it's literally coming out of your scalp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's it's actually coming out of your scalp. And I just can't even... It's 2023, and there's a child that is now apparently facing disciplinary action for the hair coming out of his scalp. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Well, we got more thoughts on the perm, not to perm coming from y'all because this is a real topic that black women are dealing with. So we're going to get into it. I hope I hope a man calls us up because, you know, <laughs> that's the whole thing, too. Y'all be trying to really enforce the perm on folks. Look at what Rita said. If you missed it, you got to check it out wherever you get your podcast. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. The Amanda Steele Show. We'll keep the combo going. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And uh, we are here on the group chat topic of the week. Uh, To perm or not to perm, the FDA is proposing a ban on hair straightening products due to their link to health issues. Okay. Mm. And of course, black women specifically, we suffer from fibroids and there's got there's there's like a connection to that. Uh, But we asked y'all to call us up and tell us your perm stories. Who's on the line? Yes. Get away from relaxers. You know why? Because when you grew up, if you grew up like I grew up, your mama put a straightening comb on your head. Get a press, not a perm. It's all natural. And you ain't got to worry about the chemicals. I asked for a brother and I got a brother. (laughs) And he was on the right side. Okay, let me not say the right side or the wrong side. Um, But isn't that just damaging? Yes, in certain, well, it depends. You know, it depends on how often you're putting the heat on your hair and like, are you mm. protecting your hair? Are you oiling your mm. scalp? Like, are you putting heat protector? Um, Cause the hot comb is the hottest hot of all hot, hottery. Infernal. <laughs> it's it's thing. Uh, <laughs> the sizzle and the smell. Ooh, you can hear it. All of you it. can hear your hair burning. With the <laughs> I mean, I had a hair like catastrophe, like uh, uh, TJ mentioned in the last break. I had a hair catastrophe when I did a a show here out in L.A. And sis um, pressed my hair with a a flat iron and it was so hot that it changed the molecular structure of my hair and took the curls out. And um, and it was just it's so crazy how how traumatic it is. Like, you know, you might think like when you're not in that situation, like, I mean, it's just hair, but child, mm-hmm. it really is like, it's like, wait, but this is not what I, this is, I don't know me. I don't know me. <laughs> um, I flew all the way to New York to have Dickie from Hair Rules to help me try and get my, my, my life together. And oh, that's, that's I had a beach wave. Real. I had a beach wave for a year. Like I looked very mixed for a year. Um, let's go to let's go to the phone lines. Okay, you said call girl, calling about this perm situation. I'm a curly head girl. I didn't even realize how curly my hair was until my mama permed my hair as well. <laughs> Catch it. I was a grown ass full woman when I uh, decided to go natural, and then my daughter at 29, she's had beautiful curly hair her whole life. When I went natural, everyone was like, wait, you have curly hair? I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> anyway, see. Shane, you know. Discoveries. <laughs> Self-discoveries. You know, I think the other thing, too, is that um, people don't understand how many variances of black hair there are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some black women have naturally straight black hair, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you must have any in your family. It's like, <laughs> it's 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 also biology. Like, my hair is just what it is, you know? So. Right. Oh, man. But uh, this topic right here, the creamy crack, I've seen so many people like burn their whole edges off of their head Mm. off of just getting perms and perms and perms and perms. It is painful. Um, But we're going to get more. We're going to have more calls when we get back. This is our group chat topic of the week right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We are in the thick of our group chat topic of the week. To perm or not to perm, the FDA said that they are going to ban perming perms and relaxers because they said that the chemicals in it, the formaldehyde, is just doing Mm. too much. And it is very painful that people, not painful, but it is very harmful to people, Um, Mm. which, you know, 
water is also wet. So <laughs> there's that. We got some people on the phone lines. Uh, what's up? So my perm story, this is Kaya. I'm calling from Houston. Um, I never really got perms frequently. I only would do them probably twice a year. And so when I started getting blowouts, that's when I started really not getting them because I was like, oh, I can wear my hair straight or pressed without getting a perm. So I just said it's unnecessary to put chemicals. And then I did wear my hair in a fade for a long time. And then I eventually grew my hair back and I just stayed off the perms because I just felt like I still wanted the versatility of wearing my hair curly and then wearing it straight when I felt like it. So that's that. That was her journey, y'all. I love a hair journey. You know the thing about it, too, is that you really can't um, you can't front on the versatility of black hair, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like the perm just like does the, it's it's like such an injustice mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it takes that away. Like my hair can do so many things, um, and I have seen sisters who, in one tutorial, are giving you eight looks. They like here's a bantu <laughs> knot, here's a twist out, here's a box braid, here's a French roll, you know, right. like and 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 here's a corn roll. Here's a here's a kinky, here's a loose kinky. You know what I'm saying? Like we we here's a pin curl, here's a pin curl. Mm-hmm. Let's do all curl. of it. A finger wave. Let's do all of it. Love your hair, love your hair. TJ, can you come back and just tell us one more time what your hairstylist told you when you went natural? What he told you to do? He told me to look at myself in the mirror every day, even through the tears, and just stand there and look at myself and embrace myself and tell myself that I was beautiful. Mm. You hear that, y'all? You is smart. You is kind. <laughs> you is important. important. Mm-hmm. All that natural. I love it. <laughs> when we get back, we got more group chat Thursday. Mario told himself that too many times. Oh. And then he convinced himself that he was supposed to be on the R&B <laughs> Round Rushmore. And so we here at the Amanda Seals Show, we have um, properly contextualized that for him. And we also now have been doing that all week. And now we've landed on the plateaus and the hills. And we're about to talk about who's going to be in the valley and the swamp. Okay. So we're going to wrap up our conversation around the R&B Mount Rushmore when we get back right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking. And today is Thanksgiving Day. I hope you are enjoying the holiday like we are. Uh, you know, some tips. You know, I had people on my my Instagram where you can follow me, Amanda Seals. They provided some suggestions for Thanksgiving Day. And someone said, you know, if you really want to be a pro, arrive with your own to-go box uh, oh. so that you don't yes. have to wrap up a plate. It's also a clean uh, way to carry. And I think you could Smart. even take it up another notch. Bring your own Tupperware. You know what I mean? Like, let's not even styrofoam it. Bring Might a container well. that is spill-proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spill-proof. I'm so, how, how much <laughs> should you take to go? Like, how much is too much? You should, should you just get a little bit of everything? Or just one? Because I don't I see some people go take, ham. 
people, you know what the problem is? People take so much that they'll have leftovers. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not how this right. is. Not like it. your leftovers shouldn't I have leftovers. <laughs> right, right, right. That's the rule. <laughs> your leftovers shouldn't have leftovers. All right. There's your tip, y'all. There is your pro tip. All right. Your pro tip. And I wonder, do Hotep celebrate Thanksgiving? Probably not. <laughs> No or way. they are no 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 they're there they just remind everybody why they're there that we shouldn't be here I'm like then why are you came we could have just we was kings <laughs> <laughs> they the one they they the ones at Thanksgiving like yeah I brought my own food and like, instead okay. of eating <laughs> uh, ooh somebody mad in the car right now somebody is mad in the car right now all right uh, here's a random question before we go what happens at Coles Hill in Plymouth Massachusetts every Thanksgiving. Apparently, it's a national day of mourning for for Native Americans who died at the hand or plague of European settlers. So while you're saving your grace today, make sure you shout out the uh, Native Americans who lost their lives because Europeans decided they wanted to come to a whole other place and wreak havoc in the name of God. (laughs) What a fun day. All right, y'all. We'll be right back with more Time to Listen, Laugh, and Learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We've got the the Amanda Seals Show crew on the on the line, and uh, okay, this is a group effort. All right, Mario done, done really just revved us up, and I want to remind everybody that we have been talking about this whole like R and B Mount Rushmore situation. We mm-hmm. are only talking about solo artists. We're not talking about groups, so you're not going to hear Joe C or Drew Hill or uh, B2K. You're not going to hear none of that. Okay, it's going to be all solo artists. Now, just to give you all a little recap we decided that our r&b mount rushmore would be michael jackson mm-hmm. uh but actually we said michael jackson and prince are kind of like ethereal you know if they want to be there they're there if they want to not be because mm-hmm. they're kind of like they they're cross genre they're everywhere okay? yeah 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 they're, they they're everything. but we definitely said Whitney houston we definitely said ursher uh we also said luther Vandross. and am i missing anybody Mary J with Mary J. Blair. Mary, Mary J. Blair. We did, yes. I thought Beyonce was up there too. Did you say Beyonce? I do not I, think we put Beyonce on it. I thought we said mm. she was like pop. Did we not say that? I thought we said Yeah, that. because she's more in the pop realm. Same like Janet Jackson. Okay. And did we mention Bobby Brown? We don't have a problem saying that. I'm just letting you know. We're going to have a problem. Well, I think that's the kind of thing where it's like Janet Jackson, Beyonce, like I don't think of them as R&B artists. I think they have R&B songs, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're broader than that. I hear the bees like, buzzing. I hear them buzzing. <laughs> I hear you antagonizing them. That's actually what I hear. That's what I hear. I hear you kicking the nest. I'm poking the beehive. Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> this man is over here trying to put me on shade room. Please stop. I, I will Please. say that Beyonce is a better singer than Janet Jackson, though. Oh, by far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say this, though. I did hear a Janet performance where the mic was on and she was singing I Get So Lonely. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. She ate that one up now. Did she? Yes. Okay. And it was like an acoustic uh, performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She ate it up. <laughs> now, we then went down to the hill. Okay. And we said, now, these people may not be on the mountain, but they do belong on the hill. I said, Joe. Mm-hmm. And I also suggested um, Keith Sweat. And apparently, mm-hmm. I was drawing compared. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 sorry. I was drawing apparently uh, based on the uh, commentary of DJ Supreme. In this drawing, too. Shout to Philly. <laughs> You didn't say John. No, I said you was drawing in this John. 
Come on now. We, we, we in the 215 heavy over here. I got yes, a memorial yes, fan, but don't get it twisted. Yes, I John. But we also said that Aaliyah should be on the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And we also named, I'm Jasmine. forgetting somebody, Jasmine Sullivan to the hill. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I also named Bobby Brown to the hill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whitney Houston once said he was the king of R&B. I don't see how he doesn't make it to the hill. So now let's step down to the plateau. Okay. okay. Who we got in the plateau? Does Mario make it to the plateau finally? <laughs> I think so. The plateau to me is like people who have obviously vocal talent and skills or they've had impact in music, but it's not like enough to really, like we know, we know enough of their songs to play on the radio. Mm. So you still think, I, how are we putting Mario and Chris Brown in the same I category? know that's exactly oh, what yeah. I was going to yeah, say. Mario. No way. No way. Okay, so Chris Brown gets bumped to the hill. He'd be on the hill. I think Chris I Brown don't know. I'm, okay, okay. Well, Chris Brown be I don't on the know hill. Either. All right. I'm in agreement with you, though, Amanda. I don't know if he belongs on the hill. I think all this whole conversation is age and perspective based because that I could definitely be think for someone under the age of 35, Chris Brown is on that hill. Maybe the plateau. But is that realistic? That is though? true. But this is called the Amanda Seal Show, and I am uh, 42. <laughs> <laughs> Because there is something very real about the fact that I remember the the Rock With You video. And I know some of y'all listening are like, Rock With Who? But Mm. you put Life Jennings on the plateau. How? Because again, I think it's that era. Just like people. (laughs) There's no way that Life Jennings is here and Neo is not. Oh, yeah. I think Ashanti should be on there too now we're talking. Oh, baby. She got the hits. She got hits. Vocal quality. You got auto-tune. It's 2023. Let Ashanti rock. Let her in. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you, though. I have seen Ashanti live, and when the mic is on, like, she's singing her songs. Like, I yeah. mean, she's not expected to sing, you know, to belt anything, but she sings her songs. Mm-hmm. She does. Let me throw another right, name out there that we haven't said. Fantasia. Oh. 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 Definitely on the plateau. Yeah. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Valley in the Swamp right here at the Amanda Seals Show on the group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seals Show. We we up, we up. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We've got the, the Amanda Seals Show crew on the, on the line. And, uh, okay, this is a group effort, all right? Mario done, done really just revved us up. And I want to remind everybody that we have been talking about this whole, like, R&B Mount Rushmore situation. We mm-hmm. are only talking about solo artists. We're not talking about groups, so you're not going to hear Jodeci or... Drew Hill or uh, B2K. You're not going to hear none of that. Okay. It's going to be all solo artists. Now, just to give you all a little recap, we decided that our R&B Mount Rushmore would be Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. uh, But actually, we said Michael Jackson and Prince are kind of like ethereal. You know, if they want to be there, they're there. If they want to not be, because Mm -hmm. they're kind of like, they're cross-genre. They're everywhere. Yeah. 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 They're omnipotent. But we definitely said Whitney Houston. We definitely said Ursher. Uh, we also said Luther Vandross. And am I missing anybody? Mary J. With Mary J. Blair. Mary, Mary J. Blair. We did. Yes. I thought Beyonce was up there too. Did you say Beyonce? I do not I th- think we put Beyonce on it. I thought we said mm. she was like pop. Did we not say that? I thought we said Yeah, that. because she's more in the pop realm. Same like Janet Jackson. Okay. 
And did we mention Bobby Brown? We don't have a problem saying that. I'm just letting you know. We're going to have a problem. Well, I think it's the kind of thing where it's like Janet Jackson and Beyonce, like, I don't think of them as R&B artists. I think they have R&B songs, mm -hmm. but I feel like they're broader than that. I hear the bees like, buzzing. I buzzing. <laughs> I hear you antagonizing them. That's actually what I hear. That's what I hear. I hear you kicking I'm, the nest. I'm poking the beehive. Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> this man is over here trying to put me on shade room. Please stop. I, I will Please. say that Beyonce is a better singer than Janet Jackson, though. Oh, by far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say this, though. I did hear a Janet performance where the mic was on and she was singing I Get So Lonely. And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, she sorry. ate that one up, man. Did she? Yes. Okay. And it was like an acoustic uh, performance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She ate it up. Hum, hum. Now, we then went down to the hill, okay? And we said, now, these people may not be on the mountain, but they do belong on the hill. I said, Joe. Mm -hmm. And I also suggested um, Keith Sweat. And apparently, mm -hmm. I was drawing compared, <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 sorry. I was drawing, apparently, uh, based on the uh, commentary of DJ Supreme. In this drawing, to shout to Philly. <laughs> you didn't say John. No, I said you was drawing in this John. Oh. Come on now, we, we we in the two one five heavy over here. I got a yes, Oreo yes, hat. But I was don't drawn get it twisted. In this John. But we also said that Aaliyah should be on the hill. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. and we also named. Jasmine. I'm forgetting somebody. Jasmine Sullivan to the hill. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I also named Bobby Brown to the hill. Mm -hmm. Okay, Whitney Houston once said he was the king of R and B. I don't see how he doesn't make it to the hill. So now let's step down to the plateau. Okay. okay. Who we got in the plateau? Does Mario make it to the plateau finally? <laughs> I think so. The plateau to me is like people who have obviously vocal talent and skills or they've had impact in music, but it's not like enough to really, like we know, we know enough of their songs to play on the radio. Mm. So you still think, I, there, how are we putting Mario and Chris Brown in the same I category? know that's exactly oh, what yeah. I was going yeah, to say. Yeah, Mario. No way, no way. Okay, so Chris Brown gets bumped to the hill. He'd be on the hill. I think Chris I don't Brown know. belongs on the hill. I'm, okay, okay, well, Chris Brown, I'm in agreement with you, though, Amanda. I don't know if he belongs on the hill. I think all this whole conversation is age and perspective based because that I definitely be think for someone under the age of 35, Chris Brown is on that hill. Maybe the plateau. But is that realistic? That is though? true, but this is called the Amanda Seal Show, and I am uh, 42. <laughs> <laughs> Because there is something very real about the fact that I remember the, the Rock With You video. And I know some of y'all listening are like, Rock With Who? But mm. you put Life Jennings on the plateau. How? Because again, I think it's that era. Must just like people. Nice. <laughs> There's like they no got way some. that Life Jennings is here and Neo is not. Oh, yeah, Neo. I think Ashanti should be on there too now we talking. Ooh. Oh, okay. She got the hits. Yeah. She got hits. Vocal quality. <laughs> You got auto tune. It's 2023. Let Ashanti rock. Let her in. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you though. I have seen Ashanti live, and when the mic is on, like she's singing her songs. Like I yeah. mean, she's not expected to sing, you know, to belt anything, but she sings her songs. She does. Let's throw another right, right. name out there that we haven't said. Fantasia. Oh. 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 Definitely on the plateau. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Hey, y'all. Happy Group Chat Thursday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with the Amanda Seals Show squad. And we have been chopping it up about who are really, like, 
the R&B greats down to who mm. is next. Who are the new R&B artists that maybe not like haven't carved enough of a niche to make it up there yet, but mm. that we still feel like got something with them that they could one day end up there. I think her. Uh, definitely. That's just, I mean, definitely she's, her. Hands down. Yeah, I feel like she is just incredible and is just getting started. I'm going to say Chloe and Hallie separately and together. Definitely. More so together. I like them together. together. <laughs> Definitely together. Because um, yeah. I think their music together, obviously they have vocal talent that's un- unquestionable. Um, then Chloe being a producer. And just like, I feel like they bring mm-hmm. something new and fresh to R&B that we don't necessarily hear in the mainstream, which I really do like. Okay, I have one, but he's so new. I don't know if he makes it yet, but because October of- London. <laughs> I thought you was going to say your cousin or somebody, but yeah, oh, October no. London is the truth. <laughs> are y'all up on, Amanda, are you up on October London? I am not. Oh, dope, you gotta dope. get. Check them out. Dope, dope. October London. Okay, I'm going to look into it. I was going to say the same thing too. You beat me to it, CJ. Yeah, he, uh, Marvin Gaye lives on the inside of him. Mm, I like Bryson Tiller as well. I feel like Bryson and Sizz are kind of similar. Like they have like a, they're a style versus like, their R&B vocal powerhouses. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Lucky Day. Lucky, Lucky Day is Lucky dope. Day is good. I just love Lucky Day's story at that. Like the fact that he was on American Idol years ago and then like oh, right. rebranded himself 17 years later as Lucky Day and now it's like a lucky year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the good thing though is that we're now naming like a bunch of folks that we feel like have talent to like take us into like another era Whereas mm-hmm. on the hip hop side of things, all we've been hearing for the past couple of weeks is like, it's down, we down bad, everything right. is f- failing, it's 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 wilting in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of us felt like that about R&B, like, is R&B dead? But what I do want to hear from R&B moving forward is I need to hear more singing again. Yes, yeah, definitely. A belt. And song format. So hopefully all of this will come back around. But I appreciate y'all adding your insight and your input right here. Y'all, I know you have thoughts. So hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's a Group Jet Thursday at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is Group Chat Thursday. And we got time to take one more call before we get on out of here in a little bit. All right. Who's on the line? So I was just listening, um, and you guys said who should be on the Mount Rushmore, and y'all yes. did not mention Kim uh, for the R&B Mount Rushmore. Kim, um, share my life. Uh, dang, I forgot his only song. And but that is why. Yeah, Kim is definitely should definitely be on there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Shadi. <laughs> Not taking anything away from Kim, but you didn't really do the best representation. <laughs> oh, <Just> shot. <laughs> she said, Dang, "Damn, I, I forgot his one song." <laughs> <laughs> but she's passionate and she laughing. But let me tell you, there's like a, there's like a, um, there might be like a Mount Rushmore, but then there's like a, there's like a. A satellite mountain. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Like okay. there's like a like okay. a, 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 a an auxiliary mountain that we mm-hmm. forgot. You know, with like the <laughs> underground cats. You know, like Kim and like mm-hmm. Kenny Lattimore, like Eric Benet, yeah. Raphael, Music Soul Child, Music Soul Child, Raphael Sadiq, um, Raphael. Anthony Hamilton, um, Ra- uh, Raheem Devon. You yes. know, like it's the Neo Soul Mountain. <laughs> the- <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah. But a Neosol Mountain wouldn't be a mountain, right? Like it would be a waterfall or something. Like it would be yes. like <laughs> naturally also found. <laughs> yes. Something natural and majestic. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, 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 it is happy Thanksgiving day. We are getting you revved up and ready to go sit down and deal with people that you may like or not like. You know, I think the the whole Thanksgiving experience is just, it's such a crapshoot. I mean, I guess, you know what? I will say this for me, it was because my family, like we didn't celebrate it. So I was always going into another situation. So I didn't have like a tradition to Thanksgiving. But do either of you have like a tradition to Thanksgiving that you expect every year? A potluck of sorts with assorted meals. People that I trust though. No randoms bringing dishes. So it's usually good. <laughs> yeah, definitely standard dishes. So my grandmother makes regular dressing with that cranberry sauce at the can. Yeah, and my mother makes squash dressing. And it's always a pound cake on deck. So <laughs> the food traditions oh, are just, cake. man. I'll be ready. That's so like it feels like very Mississippi, like like <laughs> oh, the yeah. brand of Mississippi. Like the food is gonna hit, and it's gonna be. But sick. here's the thing: I I also don't like sweet potato pie, so I just eat the crust around it, and I what? got in trouble on Thanksgiving because <laughs> they came back and all the crust was gone. I, I don't like, like every sweet potato. It's too similar something. to pumpkin. Yeah, we learn something new about Rita every show, every show. <laughs> TJ said her plate has a standard format, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, and I know that I know people like this, where it's like the meat is always here. The greens is always here. The Mac is always yes. here. Certain things cannot touch each other. They have to exist. You know, it's very much like the territories of Israel and Palestine. They're just very sequestered <laughs> off and sectioned off. Uh, in their own ways of existence. All right, well, we got more for you right here, so don't go anywhere. It is the Amanda Seal Show, and it's that Thanksgiving. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your favorite comedian and com- well, some people's favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It's been a doozy of a t- three weeks. Um, just being honest, and that is that is what's going to take us into. I be Um, so I went to the Usher concert in Vegas last week and I got to tell you it, the the concert itself was really dope, but the other part of, and the other part of it that was dope was that I haven't really been outside like that because I've just been in the house and I've been doing a lot of recording and working from home and I couldn't believe the like response I was getting in the street from just like people, um, whether it was people like when Usher shouted me out at the show, like people responded really beautifully, like whether it was just like, so, there was so many elders that came up to me when I was in the casino, like I was eating dinner before I went to the show and I was eating by myself, just like on my phone and folks came up to me and had such kind words. And then when we were leaving, 
the people were literally like screaming my name like oh michael jackson and then when we got to the hotel like these two young ladies came up to me and were speaking to me about their people one of them was from ethiopia she's the tigray and the other one was from palestine they were thanking me for just being outspoken about um you know their people's struggles and i feel like I see a lot of folks say things like, what's the point of posting things on social media? Or like, what can I do? And I will tell you that like, I don't do, I don't do that for, like, I don't speak about things on social media for like clout or for like branding. Like I speak about them on social media because I know that social media is a community space with a lot of intersections and a lot of points of entry for information for a lot of people, right? And so as somebody who just really like loves teaching and learning, um, it's a it's naturally a space where that can be done. And so that's why I do it. It's just who I am. And it just certain it, it just this is who I am as a person. And so it it's very I think moving is a lazy word, but it's moving for me to find out that just doing something that is my natural personage um, would be so impactful to somebody who doesn't feel seen. And we live in a world where at large media is determining who gets to be seen. And so social media has become this place where so many people get a chance to be visible that have for so long been considered forgotten voices. And whether that's people who are considered disabled or whether it's uh, whether it's black people, whether it's Palestinians, I, I mean, I can go, the list is like innumerable. But it was just incredible to um, see how like something that a lot of us may write off as just like, per, you know, like performative or, you know, whatever, it's just one post could affect somebody. So I encourage everybody out there, you know, to just, if you're on social media, you may not even realize how valuable that space is. I think sometimes we look at it as just like, oh, like I'm just posting pictures of me looking cute or I'm just posting, um, you know, pictures of my food or whatever. Not realizing that for other people, like it is a connection to their livelihood. Like, and I don't mean by money. I mean, their livelihood in like their, like their actual lived experience. And, uh, you know, I, I, I understood even clearer how much of a responsibility um, I have when I'm in that space with 2.1 million followers to be mindful about not just how I post, but about how positive it can be for people to, to feel who are oftentimes forgotten. And it took Usher Raymond to remind me of that. We'll be right back. I be knowing. The Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into 60-second headlines. All right. First up, Amanda, newly appointed California Democratic Senator LaFonza Butler announced that she will not seek election to a full term in 2024. All right now. So that what she's basically saying is she ain't got time for this. She wants to do things on her own terms, on her own time. But that leaves room for the three other folks that are definitely trying to vie for that seat, which is Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, and Senator Barbara Lee. Remember, Congressperson Barbara Lee is the only, literally the only Congressperson that dissented 
from supporting the Iraq war. That's and right. here we are oh. in 2023 and we see that she was the only one who was on the right side of history. Just saying. Next up, Jesse Smollett has reportedly entered rehab following a quote unquote extremely difficult few years. Yes, Jesse Smollett has a definite has had a definite quote unquote extremely difficult mm-hmm. few years. Sheesh. But um you know, I hope I you know, we I, I I'm glad he didn't abandon himself and that he's going mm-hmm. to take care of himself. So let's talk about some black women now, Amanda, because Ida B. Wells and Althea Gibson are among the United States Mint's honorees for the 2025 American Women's Quarters Program. It will appear on coins in 2025. Ida B. Wells and Althea Gibson on coins is a beautiful thing. I'm not even going to waste my time trying to find them because my mom is going to end up sending them to me framed. That's just what's going to happen. That's how my life works. But hopefully we won't be throwing them in the strip club. So hopefully not. It'll <laughs> Last be painful, but, least, but it'll be revolutionary. Definitely. Last but not least, LeBron James on the verge of becoming a two-time children's book author. The LA Lakers star will release his new inspirational book called I Am More Than in spring of next year. Congrats, LeBron Braun. Uh, you know, apparently uh, Rita feels that we need to put him on the $50 bill because that's how long he's going to play in the NBA. Do we even know how old he is now that he got his hairline filled back in? We don't even know. You know what? Ah. We don't even know. <laughs> Those are our 60-second headlines, y'all. Coming up, we're going to go to the phone lines. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We've got a group chat Thursday been going on all all day. But before we head on out of here, we're going we to give a little bit more chat to the group. What's up? Who's on the line? Hey, Amanda. I love you, girl. Um, I'm from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And wow. I'm a huge fan of you. I just want to say I love you. I love that you're showing support for Celestine. And keep doing what you're doing. Um, and yeah, girl. Love you. Love you from Canada. <laughs> Yay, Canada. Canada, eh? Look at that. That's so dope. We international with it. Global. Thank you. And thank you for the love, man. Thank y'all so much. I love when y'all send us these these uh in, in, these love messages. They really go far. You know what this means, right? No. It, it means that Drake is listening to the show. He's heard all of the impersonations <laughs> you've done with him. <laughs> You know you like it, Aubrey, Aubrey, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that enjoys, is that enjoyable for y'all, but I get so much joy out of my Drake impersonation. <laughs> Mind you, I love the music. one 855 8 is the number. That is the number, one 855 We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Joining us on this Thanksgiving group chat Thursday. In the group chat today, we talked about uh, the FDA moving to ban chemicals found in relaxers. Joe Claire came through, one of the original hosts of Rap City, to talk about the classic show and hip hop. Also, we asked the question, like, you know, should you perm or, not, or perm? Should you perm or not perm? Like, what 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 is it? What what should we do? Okay. And then we also had to talk about the R&B Mount Rushmore. You know, we had talked about this conversation based on, uh, what's his name? Um, not Jeremiah. Mario stating that he feels he should be on the R&B Mount Rushmore. We should have also had a group chat about delusion. 
Okay, that's what we should also have had a group chat about Delulu's. Now, I hope everybody uh, spends today in a space of peace. So that might be with your peoples, that might be with your animals, that might be by yourself, that might be, you know, uh, volunteering somewhere. But um, I think, you know, it's a play, it's a space of peace and atonement for those who lost their lives for this day. It's also a time where you can educate yourself or you can educate others. And I think it's also just a great day for if you're going to be in community, really actually talking about what that actually means, you know, and and challenging, always continuing to challenge ourselves to show up for that in, in new and more expressive and supportive ways. Because when then people came over here, you know, and the, 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 the Puritans and, you know, then you have the colonizers, like part of their whole message was to break out, break down community. Like that was actually part of their their thing. And, you know, the, the indigenous peoples, they was completely about community. So if we're really celebrating Thanksgiving and showing um, regard to them, then that's the best way we can do it. We can show love to each other. All right. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. We'll see you tomorrow on Friday's show. Where we'll be spending, spreading Black Joy on a Black Joy Friday. We're going to celebrate 50 years of hip hop with the Black Spin and talk about hip hop's influence on fashion. Plus, we got the people versus things I learned this week, checking the voicemail, all the good stuff that you put on your plate every Friday here at the Amanda Seal Show. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.